let's be real. Life right now is a little bit crazy. Not only are we forced to stay at home, to not do our normal activity, we are also forced to close our doors. A lot of us are currently not working. So we might be bombarded with questions from our clients like, can you see me? How, when can I get in? How can I be the first one to be on your books? Can you just come to my house and do my hair for me? I can come to you. These questions and other difficult questions I'm sure have been thrown your way one way or another during this time. And now more than ever, it's so important for us to gain control over energy in our space, both online and offline. How's everybody doing today, guys? My name is Sam, and you're listening to the Electric Hair Podcast. Inside today's episode, we are going to cover boundaries. Yes, the very unpopular and difficult topic to talk about and to do. We're going to talk about why boundaries are important, both in life and business, especially during a time in crisis that we are currently living in now. We're also going to talk about how we can create them without sounding or feeling like a jackass. So has any of your clients asked you to do their hair (laughs) during this time, even though it's so clear that we obviously can't? And we know as professionals that if we could do their hair, we absolutely would, but our hands are tied behind our backs right now. So if you haven't got the question, can you do my hair at my house or what can I do about my hair or anything like that, I just want to praise you because you are so lucky. But from my experience of what I've been seeing online and connecting with other hairdressers, both on the East Coast and the West Coast, I am almost certain you have gotten a question either about booking an appointment, if they can be the first to come in and have priority and what it's going to look like. And these questions are so hard to answer because we have no idea (laughs) and it's completely out of our control. So what I was first feeling is completely helpless. So if you've been feeling this in any capacity, I want to tell you that you are not alone and it is completely normal. But I do understand how difficult it is to steer people in a different direction that you may not want to take them or they may not want to hear. So today, that's what we're going to be discussing is how we can approach this in a professional manner without coming off like a jerk and also guiding your clients down a correct path on what to the, they can expect. And in doing so, we are going to create some great space and energy for your life and biz. There's not a lot of things that we're in control over right now, right? So this is absolutely one thing that we can be in control over. And yes, it is difficult if you do not have the tools or the courage to do so. So that's what I hope to give you today in today's episode is a better understanding of how to do it and how to approach it. So you come off a professional and everybody wins. So let's back it up a little bit. I think in order to gain a proper perspective on things, I know these questions are so challenging, especially right now. I think we need to understand first what boundaries actually are. So I'm going to read you a little definition and then we're going to dive a little bit more into it. Okay. So the definition of boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, 
and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. That is a powerful definition. I feel like every other word has so much power. To me, boundaries are rules and guidelines or limits that we identify personally for how others treat us. And it's ultimately up to us in order to put these into action and to abide by them. Otherwise, people are going to walk right all over us. And in my personal experience, I have struggled with creating boundaries my entire life. It wasn't until like probably within this last year that I've become more confident in creating boundaries. At the end of the day, it is my responsibility in order to deliver them and in order, it's not my responsibility to have people abide by them. They can abide by them or not, but it is my responsibility to hold them accountable and to let them know that this is not acceptable. And then I can redirect how I want to have them in my life. But for me, having boundaries has allowed me to accept responsibility about my energy and space and not fall victim to it. And that has been really, really powerful because I used to be the person who would build up resentment because somebody wasn't abiding by my rules, but I actually wasn't letting them know about them or making them apparent. So that was a big discovery for me. And once I turned that around, my whole energy and space, both in business and in life, really started to shift and I was able to let go of a lot of that resentment. So I want to share that with you guys today. So here are a few reasons why I think having boundaries is important. One, we end up serving ourselves last if we don't have them. And you guys already know um, electric hair's belief, right? We can't take care of others until we take care of ourselves. So this really puts us at the end of the list when we need to be selfish in the sense of selflessness to put ourselves first in order for us to give more to others. Number two, it's important to have boundaries in order to protect our energy and space and not be a victim of our circumstances. I want to give you an example. There was a time in my career where I didn't have any boundaries, let's just say with booking. So um, people were texting me, um, DMing me and not doing what I needed them to do, which is book online. So What would happen is they would text me like at eight o'clock at night and then I would be pissed because I'm like, are you seriously texting me at eight o'clock at night right now? And then I would end up booking them and the conversation of back and forth would probably go on for an hour. It was interrupting my personal time with my family and two, I'm off work. I am not working right now and I don't want to book you. So that made me very resentful towards my clients who were reaching out to me. And now looking back on it, I was pissed at when it was happening. But now looking back on it, I can honestly say that I didn't put rules or guidelines or limits to it. First of all, the client shouldn't have your number, okay? And if they do so, they feel like you guys are friends. And then that opens up the door to have them contact you at any hour of the day, including eight o'clock at night, which I think is totally unacceptable. So ultimately I built up a resentment towards them and that's not the kind of relationship I want to have with my clients. So ultimately I was being a victim of my own circumstances. Number three, a big, this one is really big for me. 
Once I realized that boundaries controls how we allow others to treat us and how we treat ourselves, once that was very clear to me that that's why boundaries are so important, this made me feel a lot differently and have a different set of eyes because before I was playing the victim and now I'm accepting responsibility and not playing the victim. And I'm telling you the victim role, we have all been there, okay, whether it's with boundaries or not, but we've all played the victim and it's tiring and it's so exhausting. And let me tell you, once I discovered that boundaries controls how we allow others to treat us, that freed me in such a powerful way. And that is what I want for you. During a time, especially like what's going on in the world and in our business currently right now with COVID-19, I think it is critical during crisis because we have lost so much control of our circumstances that having boundaries allows us to take back control of our energy and our space on the things that we do have control over. So we don't have control that we had to close or that we are currently closed. We have no control over the precautions that we're going to need to take once we do get back into the salon. But what we do have control over is our energy and our approach and how we share that with our clients. So I am going to share with you a little framework that I have created that has definitely worked for me in my business in order to help you approach redirecting your clients. But before we do so, I just want to go over some common misconceptions about boundaries and the fears most of us have when we talk about boundaries or we try to approach boundaries. So a big fear of mine that I realized was I was so scared of saying no to people. I was trying to be a people pleaser. I was trying to give, give, give. And this is how I thought an appropriate servant, because we're in the service industry, Um, That's how I thought an appropriate servant was, and it is absolutely not. (laughs) Another fear of mine was the fear of missing out. So I said yes to everything (laughs) and everyone, and it absolutely spread me way too thin. And when I did commit, I would either be late or the person who I was giving to at the time, I was trying to either catch up from my previous person or thinking about the next move, but I wasn't fully present because I was spread too thin, because I said yes to everything, because I had fear of missing out. So it was just this vicious cycle and I always felt like I was chasing my tail. And at the end of the day, even though I gave to everybody else, I absolutely did not give to myself. And I suffered tremendously and I and I feel like I wasn't able to give my full self to others when I was actually with them. Now, you may think that saying no makes us a bad person. I know I definitely felt that um, when we say no, because we want to make people happy, right? <laughs> and it's so much harder to say no than it is to say yes. But what happens is when we say yes to things that we either don't want or we say yes to everything, what it's really doing is telling ourselves and our needs no. You're going to say no to somebody and that somebody is either going to be in conflict with your values and beliefs 
just to serve somebody else. What I didn't realize was I was really saying no to myself and to my priorities. And I think that's something we don't really realize. Um, In any yes, there is always going to be a no with anything and vice versa. With any no, there's always going to be a yes. So what I mean by that, for example, is if a client asked me to stay late one day, I felt like I was saying yes to them because they need me. They need to get their hair done. This is the only time they can do it. So I would say yes. And, but what I was really saying no to was my family (laughs) and having dinner with my husband. That was a very hard thing for me to accept at the time because I would say that my values and beliefs were, I'm working in order to spend time with my family, but my actions weren't applying to that. We have to recognize that every time we say yes to something, we're most likely saying no to something else. So just take that into consideration next time you're put into position. Who are you actually saying no to or what are you actually saying no to? I feel like a lot of us have this common misconception that saying no makes us selfish, but to me, it makes us selfless. This brings us right back around to we can't take care of others until we take care of ourselves. And in order to be good servants and in order to do good and to serve very, very well, we need to first fill up our cup. This is absolutely nothing new. It's nothing fancy or schmancy, but it is the truth. We cannot serve from an empty cup. We can certainly try, but this is where you're going to find resentment. One really big fear of mine when I started saying no and creating boundaries was I thought others were going to be upset with me and I thought it would create conflict. And in reality, it totally didn't. I gained so much more respect from my peers and my clients. It was incredible because I was able to be clear and be direct and not be rude about it, but it gained, it helped me gain a lot more respect and in return gave me so much more confidence. And it made me feel good about my decision. And of course, there were instances, very, very few, like maybe one out of 10 instances where somebody didn't like my response or how I would redirect them. And you know what I realized? It's like, I really don't want you a part of my life or my business experience. So this actually works out for both of us. And so it really put things in perspective for me. So I'm sure you're getting hounded, or if you haven't been hounded, this question has come up for you before. If you can do hair during this time, and I know how challenging that is to tell somebody very professionally, like, no, I can't do your hair. Are you crazy? Have you seen the news? We don't want to come off across rude. And at the same time, we are trying to sympathize with people because us ourselves cannot get our hair done either, right? I know I'm hurting. I am hurting for a haircut real bad. But I want to leave you guys with a little framework that no matter what the situation, if clients are asking you difficult questions during this time, or if you're just dealing with a personal life boundary that you're trying to create for yourself, it works in all aspects, not just in crisis, but I think it's very important to understand it, especially during this time right now. So I want to talk about a framework that I've created and that's helped me create boundaries and to abide by them. First, I want to acknowledge that whatever, whenever somebody is coming to you with a question or an action that isn't in line with your values and beliefs, I want 
you to acknowledge that they are probably not doing it intentionally. So I know this is really hard, but we can't take it personal. Um, We don't know what we don't know. (laughs) And that a lot of our clients don't know what we are going through right now as small business owners, and they don't know what's at stake, and they don't know what we have done in our career in order to prepare for things like this. So I want you to recognize that um, no matter what the question or action or circumstance is, however however you are being approached, I just want you to take a step back and to try and acknowledge that the person who is doing this to you probably isn't or try to intentionally hurt you. I think people are just oblivious and I think it's up to us to kind of put it in a different perspective for them. So this is how how I guide others um, for boundaries in my life and in my business. The first thing we got to do is acknowledge, honor, guide, thank, and release. So let's go over those a little bit. Um, I think that everybody wants to be heard. <laughs> they want to be acknowledged. So that's the first thing that I would suggest. So let's stick with the scenario of being asked to do hair during this time when we are forced not to. So how we acknowledge them, if somebody asks us, can you please do my hair? Can you come over to my house to do my hair? Like, it's okay. I'll wear a mask or whatever the case may be. The first thing we want to do is acknowledge them. And we do that by hearing them out. You don't want to dismiss the situation whatsoever. So I would probably start my conversation like this. Hi, Mary. It's so nice to hear from you. I completely understand your challenges right now. I too am totally hurting to get my hair done. And I want you to know that I am right there with you, girl. Hear them out and acknowledge that you hear them. The second thing we want to do is honor your commitment. In this instance, legally, we cannot do hair, whether that be at our house or at a salon or at anybody else's house. So we need to honor our commitment to our industry or to our license and or our license. And we need to let them know that. This is how I would approach it. Unfortunately, due to state laws and regulations, I am not allowed to do any hair right now. I don't think it's necessary to go into the details. I think just get straight to the point. We don't want to linger this on. We want to get straight to the point and say it very clearly that no, that's not going to work for us, which then leads me to our third step, which is guiding them. So we want to guide them with the solution. So I'm going to continue with the scenario that Mary needs her roots done. Okay. She's four weeks past due. What can we do for her if we can't do her hair? So this is where I would include, unfortunately, legally, I'm not allowed to work right now, but what I can do for you is give you a link to a color kit, or I know this really great touch-up spray that'll help you get through until I am able to see you again. Whatever the solution may be, you enter it there. But it's really important to guide them. You don't want to just leave them on the hang. It replaces us even acknowledging them or honoring them if we don't give them a solution. Even if it's not one they want to hear, just give them something that they can use in the meantime or guide them to a different reference. How we want to finish this conversation is by thanking them, letting them know that you appreciate them. So I would finish the conversation as so. I just want to let you know that 
I am so grateful for you. I know how hard it is to have your roots exposed right now. And trust me, I feel it too. And I just wanted to thank you for being so patient and understanding with me during this uncertain time. It means the world to me. And I cannot wait to have you in my chair to spoil you. If you have any questions about what I offered or need any other direction, please reach out to me. I would absolutely love to help you. I hope you stay safe during this time. And again, please reach out to me at any time. I would love to help you on your hair journey during this time. So let's do a quick little recap before I tell you about the most important step, the last step. So we want to acknowledge them. Hi, Mary. I totally understand your frustration right now. I am frustrated too. You want to honor your commitment. Unfortunately, I'm not legally abided to do hair right now. You want to guide them with the solution, but here's what I can do for you. And you want to end the conversation by thanking them. Thank you so much for being patient and understanding during this time. If that's how we wrap up our conversation with our client and that's how we approach it. That's what's worked for me in the past and it has been smooth sailing. Um, and the last one is release. It's And that is taking place in releasing judgment. So We did our part in our approach by acknowledging them, honoring them, guiding them, and thanking them. It is now our job to accept whatever or however they feel. That is their responsibility and it's not up to us. Like So for instance, if somebody does not agree with your approach or what you tell them, That's their prerogative and we have to accept that whether they like it or not and whether we like it or not. So this step was actually really important for me in order to let go because now it's out of my control. I know that I approached it properly and professionally. I was clear, I was short, and I was to the point. So now all I can do is release and they can accept it how they will. And that has nothing to do with me. So if you get somebody who doesn't agree with your approach or what you discussed with them, that's okay. That's their prerogative. You have to hold your ground and stand up for yourself and for your business or your life, whatever the situation may be, and accept it and just bless and release them. But it is your responsibility to set these into stone and to have others abide by them. A couple of points that I want to add to this is here are a few things you kind of want to avoid. You want to avoid pointing blame. Like, don't you understand? I can't do hair right now. Have you been watching the news? Like, come on. You don't want to, you don't want to point the blame at all. They don't understand. And again, I don't think that people are intentionally trying to hurt us. I would probably avoid doing too much detail as well. Um, so I probably wouldn't add, I can lose my license. Unfortunately, I can't do your hair. I could lose my license. This puts me at risk. This puts you at risk. I think all of that is important. (laughs) I think that when we share that with our clients, it makes us sound like a jackass because they don't know, or maybe they don't understand, but it's, it's not really important to do the details. What's really important is that you get your point across and that you say no, and that's it. So the details don't really matter in this instance to me anyways, it's just extra fluff and that gives them more opportunity to have a negative reaction to me. Um, I know I probably wouldn't like hearing that because if I'm coming from a good place or a bad place, I would feel like, oh, I didn't know I was creating confrontation. Like, I'm so sorry. Or how was I supposed to know? Uh, and it, it's just 
to me, it's unnecessary. So I would avoid going into extra detail if you absolutely can. Just get to the point, tell them no, and move on. If we don't create boundaries in our life and in our business, you guys, we are absolutely going to lose our sanity. (laughs) I know I have, and I've created so much resentment, and that's not who I am, and that's not who I want to be. You got to remember that we are in control of our energy and business, And it's our responsibility in order to guide people properly. We need to accept responsibility for our lives and our business and how others treat us. So if you have been having difficulty creating boundaries in your life or in your business, especially right now during this difficult time, I want you to take my framework and make it your own. Remember to acknowledge, honor, guide, thank, and release. I hope this framework helps you during this special time and hopefully in the future too. If you are looking for a little bit more guidance on boundaries, I did create a class a couple of months ago that I'm going to be resurfacing for you, especially right now during this difficult time. Um, So if you are interested in diving deeper and getting clearer on your priorities and values, you can take a look by signing up for my boundaries mini class. I'll leave a link in the description. You can also find it in the link in our bio on our Instagram under boundaries mini class, but that will dive a lot deeper on today's topic and you'll have a better understanding on how to approach and create boundaries in your life and in your business. Before we go, I just want to say thank you to my good friend, Ryan Townsend, the owner of House of the Rose Tree, for reminding me how important it is to have boundaries during a difficult time. And she was the heart of this episode. So thank you so much, girlfriend. I love and appreciate you so much. I hope you learned something today. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or you need help creating a boundary in your life or business. I would love to help guide you. Just reach out to me. I am here for you during this difficult time. I love and appreciate you guys so much. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Let's gain back control of the few things that we can by creating a safe space for our life and our business. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a fantastic week.